We're not sure if Thomas Jefferson would listen to WCHV. We're pretty sure he'd call into Joe Thomas in the morning a lot. Who's this? Seville 1075 and 1260. The Inquisition. What a show. The Inquisition. Here we go. We know you're wishing that we go away. But the Inquisition's here and it's him too. Hey, Torquemada, what do you say? Just got back from the auto de fe. Auto de fe? What's an auto de fe? It's what you ought to do, but you do anyway. Joe Thomas in the morning, and I know, I know. You're flinching a little. Would you fight? No, 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 no. Would you confess? No, 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 no. Would you fight? No, 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 no. Would you say yes? No, 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 no. See, you know, there are people like uh, Charlie Chaplin and Mel Brooks who handle anti-Semitism and uh, the attacks on the Jewish community with satire. And, and I think that works in a lot of cases, but I don't know where we go right now with the current state of anti-Semitism on campuses like UVA. Just found out something horrific. Well, I guess it's not as surprising as I guess it should be, but the leader of the pro-Hamas group at the University of Virginia is a Jewish kid. And I guess that's the thoroughness of the gaslighting that has uh, befallen us. Joining us now from the Network of Enlightened Women, a great organization of conservatives uh, that was actually born of a UVA student, um, and we're very proud of uh, it, as well as Chloe Sparwath, Sparwath, uh, who uh, is a UVA grad, uh, I guess 22, you said, uh, Chloe? Hi, Joe. Uh, 2021. 21. All right. Wahoo wah. Uh, there and uh, and has just written some great uh, great piece on on the anti- fighting anti-Semitism on our college campuses. Uh, the UVA professor just has convened a committee so that he will have a committee tell him what to say from now on, uh, so he doesn't offend anyone. I guess um, the the state of Mr. Jefferson's university is. Depressing to the older graduates of UVA. How does it feel to somebody who's only just recently walked off of grounds? Um, I love UVA. It's a great school. I'm I'm very grateful for going there. But I will say it's been hard to watch what's going on on campus in the wake of October 7th and the way certain student groups have reacted, celebrating what Hamas did and saying it's you know a, a feat and basically celebrating the violence that Hamas committed against civilians as an act of resistance and seeing tons of students on campus support it um, is is disappointing and, and hard to watch. What was your major at UVA when, when you were here on grounds, Chloe? I studied foreign affairs and history. Oh, my gosh. And so this has got to be a double blow to the solar plexus to watch this go on and to watch this and and i said this when i think it was october 8th maybe it was october 9th by the time folks like aoc and ilhan omar started out there saying you better not support israel in this um you know for a decade or more we've been developing this attitude of you know standing up with the oppressed and it only was a matter of time before a group like Hamas would sit there and say, hey, I've got an idea. How about we get ourselves declared oppressed? And then and then all the American leftists will have to stand with us. Um, it's, it's a scary place. I don't know how we get the narrative back, uh, Chloe. What about other folks your age? Uh, are they falling prey to it like these uh, students at UVA currently? Yeah, 
Yes, sir. That's the thing that I think is scary is um, as, you know, Hamas and a lot of, you know, those type organizations with the West, they've realized that if they declare themselves the victim and declare Jews in the state of Israel, you know, the oppressors, the Goliath, then the type of people who are on college campuses automatically want to stand with the underdog, support the little guy. Um, and so what's scary from that is it's, it's not only just turned, you know, the state of Israel into an oppressor, but it, it's turned people's views of Jewish students on campus and um, in general as the oppressors. And therefore, you know, if someone's the oppressor, then violence or intimidation or, or anything like that against them is okay as long as it's, you know, taking down the man, taking down the bad guy. And so there's a lot of students on campus who, who you know, who it like we said, it, it turns into students cheering for Hamas, cheering for violence against the state of Israel, um, and it ends up affecting Jewish students on campus where they feel intimidated to mm-hmm. even, you know, wear a kippah on campus to, you know, show their Jewish identity. Well, and, and if and if the head of this group, and I was just told this yesterday because the that one young man who protested against the pro-Hamas march, uh, UVA was sitting down with him and, and he was doing some digging, uh, working on a piece about it. Um, you know, said when he told me that the the leader of the pro Hamas group is a Jewish kid, I had to think this is the thoroughness of this gaslighting, and this goes back to, uh, you know, what what we hear so frequently. Well, if if you just give in to our demands, we'll stop, you know, jumping into your rock concerts and killing a bunch of civilians, and and that kind of appeasement. It has its roots back in the 30s as well. Well, we just need a little, oh, Poland is being terrorist to us. And this, this attitude of just give us what we want and we'll stop being bad to you, uh, it's classic, but it, it's horrific in what it allows to happen, uh, Chloe. Oh, I agree. No, it's 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 terrible. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know the young man who is um, the head of that group, but what I will say you know, is a lot of times people do think it's easier to hide or to just not get involved because um, then you think the people won't attack you. But, I mean, our big thing at the Network of Enlightened Women um, and, you know, my, my efforts in writing mm-hmm. the, the op-ed that I did about anti-Semitism is the fact that we cannot be silent right now. Um, I know, you know, people during World War II and, you know, afterwards always said, never again, or I would have stood up to Hitler, that type of thing. Um, but now people, again, are kind of being silent and, and not mm-hmm. saying anything. But this is the time to be a vocal minority, not a silent one, and stand up for Jewish people, stand up for Jewish students, um, and for the rights of people, you know, mm-hmm. on campuses everywhere to express opinions that might not be the popular ones. Especially politically now, I mean, you know, we've got the president's re-election campaign manager going on television saying, well, we're just going to have to go full on Hitler uh, on President Trump uh, to make sure that voters don't vote for him because you would never vote for Hitler. Um, and it's, it was my point that, and as a student of history and, and geopolitical matters, I, I don't think Germans knew they were voting for Hitler when they voted for Hitler. I don't think it's that easy. Um, and I and I would argue that the very people who are invoking that imagery and pointing fingers are the ones who are suborning that kind of you know racial 
hatred based on nothing more than skin colors and 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 uh, religious beliefs chloe now your piece at the daily caller if you want to go there uh, and you can read it dailycaller.com um what do we all have to be saying more and more frequently to stem this tide that that stops this because i'll get emails today from people saying uh israel it's a it's a false flag narrative israel wanted this to happen and and most of these people who have never lived in israel i had a a, a college intern back when i um, worked in radio in uh, state college she went to penn state and then she went off and lived in tel aviv and did television production and she would call me and say you people in america have no idea what it's like to live in this crosshairs the the way Israel does, I feel like this is a battle of East versus West right now, and if and and this is the battle line for Western civilization. So, help me do what I do, which is tell this story so it has impact, Chloe. That's such a good question. Thank you for asking that. Um, the main thing, you know, when it comes to specifically our American Jewish students and Israel supporting students, is when there's you know, things like the, the protests that happened at UVA where there were, you know, students from Students for Justice in Palestine, I mean, literally going out there celebrating what Hamas did. Um, it can be scary. I mean, obviously not for you, but, for, you know, for students and citizens of Charlottesville, sure. it can be intimidating, I'm sure, to, to call it out, whether that's on social media or with, you know, everyday conversations with friends, but, you know, realizing, like, that's not okay, you know, and it might be, again, scary to to stay or to, to get involved in stuff like that, but, you know, calling even calling out your neighbors, calling out um, people in your lives and they say stuff like that, like Hamas are, you know, freedom fighters, um, it's mm-hmm. terrible. And I, and I think there's a lot of misinformation on college campuses, um, like we talked about with the oppressor-oppressed narrative, um, Israel has been deemed the oppressor and therefore you know with the students there are some students who i do genuinely they understand what hamas is doing they understand that it is horrible violence against civilians but since they've deemed israel the oppressor they think that is all that's fine any action you can take against the jewish state of israel is justified because they're the oppressors on the other hand i do think there are a lot of american college students who they they don't understand exactly what's going on. You know, they're maybe just following random people on TikTok who all they post about is the terrible things that the IDF does or the terrible things that the Jewish state does. And that's all these kids are seeing. So they're they're just getting their information that it's just, you know, Israel is this hor you know, horrible like Jewish nationalist, Jewish um you know, state like that where they think, you know, only Jews have rights in Israel type of thing. And those people don't really understand. So I think, you know, programs like yours, um, our, our book, the book that my boss Karen wrote, um, The Conservative Women's Guide to College, where she talks about, you know, students that we have at schools like Cornell. Um, mm-hmm. One of our, our student leaders at Cornell is a Jewish student, and she said, you know, after some, you know, like actual violent posts online by her fellow students saying to rape and kill Jewish women they see on campus. Oh, my God. She's afraid, you know, just to be at Cornell. Um, we talk about her in Karen's book. Um, and, you know, so so things like that, um, calling it out and just showing up for people and showing that, you know, 
I'm an ally. I'm not going to just sit quietly while things like that happen, you know, reaching out to your Jewish friends um, I, and, you know. I started out, I, I started out, and I would like, with your permission, Chloe, to connect you with my friend John, who's doing this work uh, and trying to come up with ways to, you know, through social media and, and infographics and things like that to tell this story. I'd like to connect you to after the fact, not right now. Um, but uh, but I, I let in pointing out that President Ryan now has a committee of people that have to apparently tell him what to say uh, before he says something wrong because he apparently offended uh, the uh, half the university by taking the side of Israel at, at the onset of this, even ha half uh, acidly. Um, what about the professors? I mean, where are the professors in this? The, this, is, this is where you would classically count on a professor saying hang on a second let's let's work the whole thing out um let's let's go through this here's history like you studied history why are they so silent in this is it just so such complete virtue signaling i do think there are a lot of professors who genuinely have you know radical ideas such as hamas are freedom fighters i also think there are a lot of professors who as weird as it sounds, are frightened and intimidated by their own students. I mean, you can get canceled for almost anything nowadays. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you said, President Ryan said one thing and offended half the school. Um, so, as again, as weird as it sounds, students can be intimidating. Students can be nasty, and they can rip you apart and destroy you online. And nobody wants to be that, you know, nobody wants to be the... Republican boomer that, yeah. professor who yeah. all the who all the young kids you know hate, and so sometimes I do think professors kind of go along with what's popular on campus, what's uh. popular with the majority, not necessarily the majority of students, but the vocal minority of students who advocate for radical ideologies. Chloe Sparweth is on with us from the uh, Network of Enlightened Women, started at UVA 2004 by Karen Lips, uh, as well, and you know, in great one of the great organizations uh, on campuses but beyond please be this generation of adults that grows a backbone because you're just depicting to me what is the failing of my generation is you know we as adults should be doing the you know the the important work of saying hang on a second here before you all get caught up in the rhetoric because kids are going to do that young people are looking uh -huh. to the adults for answers and examples and things like that and oh, we are we are being such an abject failure. My generation has really dropped the ball. It's it, it, you know I could make a crass reference to you know a, a pro football team from Texas dropping the football in the end zone uh, against Green Bay, but I won't do that uh, right now. I don't know if you're a Cowboys fan. Oh, I mean allegedly the Cowboys, um, but I feel like my generation has dropped the ball on this. Well, you're doing good work, though, so we appreciate you from well, your generation. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, 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 Chloe Sparworth, uh, what's what's next? What are you writing next? This is a great piece at the Daily Caller that you've written. What what are you working on next before we have to let you go? Um, I am also really passionate about the fact that college women and, you know, a lot of modern feminists ignore specifically what Hamas did to women on October oh, gosh, 7th. Yeah. I think that's another thing that's been wildly ignored and the women of Israel have been gaslighted into, you know, people saying that the sexual assaults and everything by Hamas didn't happen. Um, and I work for a women's organization, so obviously that's something 
I'd be drawn to and might be writing something okay. about soon. Well, we'll stay tuned for that. It, it's it's as sad as seeing the pictures of queers for you know Palestine. I'm like, really, uh-huh. really, and and I've been wearing out my audio recording of uh, uh, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad when he was in charge of Iran at Columbia University saying. We have no gays in Tehran, and and everyone sort of went. <laughs> what does he mean by oh, that? Boy. You know, and and yet this community says, "Yeah, we're all for him." Until you get there and you realize, "Uh oh, uh, we may have done something wrong." And I hope we can stem that tide. Thank you so much for being one of those beacons of light uh, that keeps me getting up in the morning at two thirty to keep doing this, uh, Chloe, and 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 keep on keeping on. Can people follow you on social media and and give you attaboys from my audience? Oh, sure. Uh, my Instagram is at Chloe Swan. I think there's three ends. Or you can follow um, the Network of Enlightened Women. It's just at Enlightened Women on Instagram. Great. We post a lot on there. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful morning, and thank you for doing what you do. Yes, sir. Thank you. You think you don't trust the media? You should hear Joe Thomas's kids. You're mocking me, aren't you? But you'll listen, right? Look at Mornings at 5, five on Seville 107.5 and 1260 WCHV.